welcome to the third episode of our podcast, Adding the Alchemy. I am one of your co-hosts, Angie. And I am your other co-host, Angela. And today we are going to talk about various healing modalities. One of the cool things about healing modalities is that they all work. You just have to decide which ones resonate with you. And once you decide what resonates with you, and once you decide, hey, I like this, this works for me, then it actually does work for you. And and that's one of the really cool things about these modalities. So today we're just going to chat about the modalities that work for us and what we resonate with and therefore what we also use with our clients. So Angela, I'm gonna turn it over to you first. Yes, okay, so I use the biggest, well, first I'm gonna talk about healing. The way that we look at healing and what healing actually means. To me, this is my interpretation. Mm -hmm. Healing is basically the removal of all of the energies that are opposite of love. And so we are a soul and we are a piece of the God source. We are at a base level love. And we come into this world and we, we get bombarded with programs of how we need to act and how we need to do this and do that. And we have um, codes in basically our DNA of our ancestors from previous previous lives also and so we have these codings and these programmings and they're in resistance to that love that we all are i like to say that you don't have to actually learn to love yourself you just have to remove all of the reasons why you think that you can't or don't love yourself and so it's just removing that energy opposite of love so in what I use with clients is the rapid relief technique, which is a tapping technique that is similar to EFT, the emotional freedom technique. It uses pretty much all of the same points. And so basically that it, there are points on your face and in your body that correlate with different meridians in your body. And so these meridians are like our... Um, the veins and arteries of our energetic system. So there's constantly energy flowing. And when we have energy stuck in one of those meridians, the energy can't, can't flow. It, it stopped. So in the tapping, what we're doing is saying different things, basically what goes, what's going on around you and what you really want to say, because a lot of times during healing, even with, you know, another person, we have a hard time saying what we actually want to say. And it takes a little bit of peeling back to get to that very core of what is actually happening. So when we're doing the tapping, it's removing, it's vibrating that energy to come up to be felt and released. When we feel something, when we are children, well, even now, there is a loop that needs to be closed in order to release that emotional energy from our bodies. And as children, we don't get to close those loops very often because the, you know, we're told don't cry. Everything's okay. Go away. I don't want to hear you, whatever. So we don't actually get to the core of what is really happening. We're just about halfway through the loop. And then that 
when we don't close up the loop, that energy gets stored in our body in different meridians, depending on what the feeling, the emotion was. And then that creates physical symptoms, which then Angie would help with the Mm -hmm. physical symptoms. So in healing, I think it's very um, good to understand that there is a emotional and a physical portion of that. And my expertise is in removing the the emotional energy from our body. Um, When there are certain um, ailments and pains and things like that, we can also go into those and tap out the energy that may be there. And so the, it's not necessarily just a modality that I use, but it's more of like a process where we remove like layers of this onion to get to the base of what is actually going on so that it can be released so that you can release the energy opposite of love from your body. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also use crystals um, here and there. I like to, when I first started using crystals, I was basically, I would go into the store, the crystal store, and I would just follow wherever, whatever was calling to me. And that was the crystal that I decided that I needed at that time. Now I basically just use like my rose quartz and clear quartz and amethyst. And I'll use those for protection or when, um, I leave the house and my dog's a little anxious. I'll leave it by my bed, my bed on my bed stand because she lays in my bed when I leave. And so it'll help her. It'll help calm her and, and help her to feel safe. So I use those for myself and for my dogs. Um, I also am a Reiki master. I no longer actually use Reiki with other people. I just, I don't feel called to, to use that as um, to, for money anymore, I guess. And so I do use it with myself and my dogs, uh, but I do, I will occasionally um, use it with other people if they ask. But the main thing that I use with my clients is the rapid relief technique and basically my own intuition. Mm -hmm. And I can feel things and see things based on the energy that this person holds and we can go. And so I know how to direct where we need to go so yeah I think it's it's really important to understand the the true essence of what healing actually is and how all of these modalities can help you in different ways but all have the same ending it all comes to the healing at the end yes it all comes to the healing at the end as long as we work it as long as we continue to work it and we continue to peel back the layers and we understand and be honest with ourselves yes exactly (laughs) we have to be honest with ourselves we have to be willing to look at the truth of ourselves and the truth of our experiences and 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 kind of like open ourselves up to this raw healing and it's it's a process and it's difficult but it's well worth it uh so people generally are going to come to you when they are aware that they are trying to heal something that is emotionally based. They mm-hmm. know that they're trying to clear out some kind of trauma, some kind of emotion, because yeah. that's the nature of what you do. People generally come to me when they come to me, they're not always aware that there is an emotional uh, part of it. 
because mm -hmm. usually they are experiencing a wide variety of physical symptoms, unexplained symptoms, yeah. symptoms that they've been dealing with for a long time that they can't seem to get a handle on, mm -hmm. symptoms that medical doctors are really not much help with at all. Mm -hmm. Um, because this is a very common experience when we have all of these stored traumas and stored emotions and loops that have not been able to close out. And this happens for years and years and years. It eventually will manifest into physical symptoms. And that, that was my experience. I had a lifetime of physical symptoms that were unexplained by doctors that I had a really hard time finding the root cause of. And what I have found for myself and what I also find for most of my clients is that these physical symptoms that can range from, you know, headaches to joint pain to uh, extreme mood swings to hormonal issues to fatigue. I mean, just all just this broad mm -hmm. range. Um, they are generally a result of two main things. The first thing is consuming foods that are not aligned with the individual body. And the second thing is unhealed trauma that is stuck in the body. So the first thing that I will always address is the food issue. And I don't address the food issue from the, from the traditional um, nutritionist type perspective, mm -hmm. because what you will find in that perspective, it is that it's very one size fits all. Everybody fits into a box. You know, mm -hmm. you have to have uh, this amount of protein, this amount of carbs, this amount of fat. You need this number of calories. You need uh, so many micrograms of this nutrient, that nutrient, that nutrient. You know, you need, you need all of these things and everybody needs all of these things in order to function and thrive. Very one size fits all. My experience and my methods are very different than that because what I have found is that we don't all need the same things. Actually, we, we all need very individual things for our specific bodies. And what is um, medicinal and healing for one person, the same exact thing can be poison for another person. Yeah. And we, we see this across the board with the messaging that's coming at us from all of these nutritionists and social media influencers or um, gym coaches or whatever. And it's so much mixed messaging because generally people are preaching from what works for them. Yep. And <laughs> what works for them is great. It works for them, but it's not necessarily gonna work for you. Uh, an example would be eggs. Some people will tell you that eggs are an excellent, perfect food. They have every nutrient in them except for vitamin C, and they are nature's little multivitamins, and we should all be eating eggs. There's another group of people that will tell you that eggs will feed viruses and pathogens in the body, and we need to avoid them at all costs. Well, really, what we both of those things are true. They are both true, and we need to find out whether eggs resonate with our body or not. Mm -hmm. And it's that way with everything. Um, so I help people tap into their own individual bodies and find out what they need because the mm -hmm. body speaks very clearly. The body will let you know 
very clearly what it wants, what it needs, what it doesn't want, and what it doesn't need. But we just haven't learned to listen. Mm -hmm. We haven't learned that we have that ability within ourselves. So I have various methods that I use to teach my clients how to discover really what their own bodies are asking for and what they need, what they need more of, what's actually healing and what they need to eliminate and what's harmful. And then of course there's, you know, there's other aspects to it as far as optimizing sleep and reducing stress and finding the movement that really resonates with our body. But again, it's all very individual. What I do is not one size fits all in any way. Um, so that, so that's, that's the food aspect. Now, as far as the stored trauma and the emotions, that is equally important. And where your, your favorite modality for that would be the tapping. My favorite modality for that is uh, flower essences, bok flowers. And I know that's uh, not a very common modality that people are familiar with, but bok flowers are little liquid tinctures. They are made from flowers, sunlight and spring water. And they actually do not hold any plant material at all. They mm -hmm. only hold the vibration. They only hold that energy of the plant. And because of that, they are very safe across the board. It doesn't matter if you are one day old or a hundred years old. It doesn't matter what your medical situation is. It doesn't matter if you're taking any prescription drugs. There are no interactions. They are very, very safe because they are strictly vibrational remedies. Mm -hmm. And they work in the similar way of the tapping in that they mm -hmm. help to clear out those energetic meridians in the body. And the emotions hold a specific vibration. And the the flower essences um, help to clear that channel in a similar way that the tapping does, and also in a similar way that the that the crystals do. I use crystals as well. Um, I have favorites. I have a few favorites, uh, just like you do. I always wear a uh, shungite pendant, and I keep shungite in various places. Um, on my desk, beside my bed. It's very protective. It helps with the EMFs uh, to keep your body protected from that. I also love the amethyst and the rose quartz. Uh, currently, this is a Amazon, I can't say it, Amon, Amazon, Amazon, there we go, Amazon. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. Amazonite, <coughs> it's very healing. Um, and so it's it's one that I'm drawn to lately. So yeah, I just go with whatever I'm drawn to and, and I do have my favorites as you do. Um, a modality that I used to use more than I do now uh, would be aromatherapy, essential oils. Um, and I don't know if I said this before, but I am actually certified in the flower essences and I'm also certified in uh, aromatherapy. But at this point, I use essential oils more as a medicine cabinet if I have a specific physical issue that I am trying to clear, whether it's an infection or a burn on my skin or, you know, something like that, like toenail fungus or, you know, something very specific and physical, um, I will use an essential oil to assist with that. But I do not use them on a daily basis. And um, I just, I use them very specifically, more like you would use um, a pharmacy you know, mm -hmm. to, for, for specific illnesses. That's how I use essential oils at this point. 
Uh, I also do a little bit with tarot. Um, I love to pull cards for myself and I will pull cards and interpret them for my clients. If that's something that resonates with them, not everybody is into that. So it's not something I'm going to push on my clients if they're not interested, but if they like it, if it adds a little bit to their experience, I'm happy to do that for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, those are the, those are the main things that I use. And of course you said your intuition, that's, that's huge in all of this because we are, we are both highly uh, intuitive people and we can uh really see into our clients and what it is that they need. Um, That's a cool part, I think, as well about um, personally uh, being a reflector, which means I'm a really great mirror. I help people to see what it is that they need to see about themselves that they can't necessarily see. Uh, That's that's what I'm here to do. And so that aligns very well with the work that I do. but again, as, as, as you said earlier, it's very much peeling back the layers and we have to start with the outer layers. And sometimes we don't realize how much of the inner layers are actually that trauma, that stored emotion, that stuff that we haven't pulled <clears throat> out that we don't even know is there. Um, but we can't go straight to the center of it. We have to start on the outside and peel back those layers one at a time. Um, But yeah, it's really just about, um, first of all, understanding that there is healing that needs to be done, being honest with yourself. Yeah, I need to work on some things. I need to fix some things. I need to address some things. Um, And then just finding the people that you resonate with, the modalities that you resonate with, and committing yourself to that. Mm-hmm. Because it's not an overnight process. It the, it the work can take longer than we want it to take. But as long as you're committed to it and as long as you continue in it, you will find healing. One step at a time, you will find healing. Yeah, and I think along with the black flowers thing, um, it kind of goes to show how healing just nature is. And if you really think about it, nature is that essence of love Mm -hmm. nature is just the the mothering the loving energy that we are all looking for so that's why you know the the energy of just sitting in a forest can be healing for us um so I think that's really important something really important to think about also um, is, is just being able to be able to get outside and feel the sun on your face. And, you know, these are, are very good things for our, our body and our, our mind and, you know, all the things. But as far as healing goes, when you were saying, you know, we, we have to start with the, the upper layers. And when I first started on this healing journey, I wasn't necessarily worried about healing my root chakra and my sacral chakra because those things didn't really matter to me. Mm-hmm. I was trying to heal my, I was trying to heal my third eye. I was trying to, you know, I was trying to go into the spiritual world, run in and see all the things that I want to see. And, and I, I didn't think I had anything in here. And then when I started tapping and going deeper and deeper, there was a lot of stuff in, in my bottom three chakras, which those are, you know, your real body chakras. Those are the ones that have a lot of things to clear out from childhood that really ground you into this experience and also keep get you stuck Mm -hmm. I I know a lot of 
a lot of the energy that was stuck in my first three chakras was keeping me stuck in ways that I didn't want to, to be and, you know, not setting boundaries and people pleasing and not feeling safe and all of these things that I thought I felt safe at a surface level. I looked pretty safe. I looked like I had a safe life, but when I really got down deep into it, I didn't feel safe at a level. I didn't feel safe to be myself. I didn't even feel safe physically, Mm -hmm. even though I would preach that I did feel safe physically, (laughs) you know? So it's when you start removing these layers and get to the core, there's so much beauty in understanding that like, it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to understand that like, we don't have it all together, you know? And the world always tells us like, get your ducks in a row, keep it all together. You gotta have it together. And, you know, it took me four or five years of falling apart over Mm -hmm. and over and over to actually get on the path that I'm ready to be on. And I don't, you know, I don't, the only healing basically that I do is what's going on in my outside world. So if I, if a situation comes to me and it makes me feel like a big emotion, Mm -hmm. I'll go into that. I start tapping and saying all of the things that are coming up. And then afterwards, you know, I can use my journal and journal it out and things will just come to me. And that's what I like about the tapping too, is it, it removes a layer. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when I first started tapping, I know I got so frustrated the first like week I was tapping, I was so frustrated with myself, with everything. I would like run into doors and you know, when your shirt gets stuck on a doorknob and like things like that. And I was like, why is this all so frustrating? But when I made that decision that I was going to start healing, like I, there's bigger things that I want to do in this world. And I know that I have a lot of healing to get there. So let's do it. It's like my world started crumbling down, you know? And I was like, okay, what in the heck is happening? I'm supposed to be getting my, my stuff together and everything's crumbling. What's going on? Mm-hmm. But this is exactly how it is supposed to be because you will start to see the friends that no longer align with you, the, the situations that are happening, what, what emotions do they bring up inside of you that need to be really looked at at a deep level? Mm-hmm. We, it's, we often are told that like, it's the surface level things, you know, somebody's not talking to me how the, I should talk, how they should talk to me. So what do I have to do differently to get them to talk? Nothing. This is all about knowing your worth, feeling your love inside. And that is reflected in your outside world. So now, <clears throat> you know, when I started to really embody the, the boundaries and things that I wanted to create the people that were no longer in line with those boundaries f- fell away. And the people that wanted that were in line, I, I attracted them to me. And so now I have standards that I, I only attract people that, you know, that want to see me grow and that want to see me flourish. And the same with, with me, like, I only attract people that I want to see them flourish. And I, you know, so when you do all of this healing, it's kind of like everything. It's like the before the healing journey, it's kind of like, we're trying to put a puzzle together and we're just like the puzzle pieces won't fit. And we're like, what is going on? We can't get Mm -hmm. it to fit. And then as you start removing these layers, 
it's like all of a sudden it's just like click oh okay click oh wow this is easy click mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. so it's very it can be very difficult at first but once you find someone that can help you and you know the process I teach also is not to be not somebody who who needs me I don't want some to help somebody that constantly needs my attention and my you know I want somebody who's go who's going to see how to do the process and yes there are things we, we can't always put our our finger on that we need another someone else to look at you know but when we can take this modality and use it in our own life to go through what we you know we don't always need another person um so yeah that's the, the process that I teach is like we'll, we'll we work together for a certain amount of time but then going forward you know exactly how to process what is happening in your life and so that's what I'm working towards also in this whole healing game I don't <clears throat> want to create a, a customer I want to create I'm working to create a, a new world where we do emotions differently and we can see what's in our way usually ourselves mm -hmm. and we can remove it and shift you know just like my body is doing some weird things with my throat right now mm -hmm. and I, I had to have a conversation like hey I don't want this to be my experience anymore can we figure out another way like let's so it takes it's like a partnership yeah <laughs> to figure out a different way that I don't I don't want to cough anymore to get my lesson across like let's do mm -hmm. something else here mm -hmm. so yeah yeah yeah. And I, I love that you said that you're, you're not, you're not trying to create a lifetime customer, but you're teaching yeah. people how to do this themselves. And, and I feel the same way. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm teaching people how to listen to their body and tap mm -hmm. into their body. And they might need my assistance with that to begin with. But yeah. once I teach them and once they get the hang of it, then they're they're free to go and do it for the rest of their lives because they know how to do it. So yes. they might need somebody to hold their hand for a little bit. And that's yep. what we're here to do, to hold their hand, to guide them, to advise them, to teach them. But then it's like you push them out of the nest and they fly on their own. And, yes. and, and that is the goal. And another yeah. thing that you said that I want to touch on is you talked about when you first started your journey, you weren't interested in messing with your, your root and your sacral. You wanted to go straight for the third eye. It's like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to go straight for the, for the fun stuff. I for the good stuff. All, yeah. Skip all of this and go to yeah. this, but it doesn't work that way. And one, one of the questions that I always ask my clients up front is, you know, because I, I will ask for like three, three things. What are your three goals for us working together? You know, what are three things that you would like to find improvement on? And then what are you willing to do? What are you actually willing to do to feel better? Because a lot of times when I share what they need to do to begin to feel better, it's like, oh, well, I don't really want to do that. Yep. Okay. What are you willing to do? because right. this is the work and yep. if you're not willing to do the work then then say yep. so because yep. I'm here to do the work with you and, and, it, and it is work and it is a process yep. and mm -hmm. it's not an overnight fix and you can't jump over the hard stuff and go straight to the good stuff no. and you can't you you have to get out of that constant fight or flight 
mode mm -hmm. in order to be able to heal. Yeah. And if you don't feel safe in your body, you know, you, you, that that's the root of all of it is feeling yeah. safe in your body. And when your body is turning on you, your body, you are experiencing all of these physical symptoms because basically yeah. your body is like red flag, red flag, red flag, red flag, and you're not listening, yeah. you know, it, it, it's not, it's not going to work. You, you mm -hmm. have to listen to what your body is telling you and you have to respond in kind. Mm -hmm. and yeah. Our bodies are, are like that, um, continuous feedback system yes. there's all we're always you know feeling that there's something or you know oh I got a weird pain here what's that oh yes. you know like just random things um but with the going straight to the or bypassing the hard stuff and going straight to the fun fun part mm -hmm. I think this is too like a, a lot of spiritual teachings new age spiritual teachings in today's world that a lot of people are frustrated with because they don't take all of that junk, the, the emotional things into account. <clears throat> and they just, you know, tell you, you get a card ring and they tell you like, oh, you got to do this, this and this, or, you know, something, or you just meditate. But, and I, I have nothing against those things, but I think this is the part that's so frustrating is that help you know, can help you to open your third eye or because if you're, if you have wounds in your first three chakras, it's going to be really difficult to meditate. Mm -hmm. So when you're trying to meditate, it's not going to work. And I living proof right here, mm -hmm. I would always fall asleep meditating mm -hmm. and I just couldn't like, I got nothing from it. So it was stupid. So I swore it off mm -hmm. altogether. Once I started healing some of these things, it became easier and easier to, cause it was that, that fight or flight. I, I finally calmed down that, would it be like amygdala response? I, I calmed that fight or flight so that I could start to, you know, feel the energy that was coming in from, from God's source and mm -hmm. my, my soul and all of that. So, you know, that's, that's, I think too, part of the, the, the intersection there of the spirituality and being human <clears throat> is that we can do, 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 do. But until we really go into the lower chakra, the lower chakras, because everybody's got stuff stuck there, y'all. It, yep. it just is. Everybody has it, you yep. know, and you can think that you don't um, like I, I did for a very long time. And I, I was just putting band-aids on and putting mm -hmm. band-aids on and I wasn't getting to the root and I wasn't being able to move forward, um, in, in the best way, because I was lying to myself. I was, I was afraid, you know, it's that fear. Yeah. So, and getting you know, really we, honest with yourself. Exactly. We all want to be that phoenix that rises from yep. the ashes right we we all yes. see that great bird that that flies off you know yes. all successful and but what we forget is that before that happens mm -hmm. the phoenix burns down to nothing mm -hmm. burns to nothing because what yeah. do we rise from we rise from the ashes from mm -hmm. the ashes of where we have burned it all down and the process yeah. of burning it all down 
is this work that we are talking yeah. about. Yeah. And I don't think that the world will always be this way because now, like I said, I'm creating, I'm working on creating a world that we do emotions differently. So children will be like, okay to process all of their big emotions because the parents of these children have gone into those emotions yes. so sitting sitting with a child and allowing them to throw a temper tantrum is not going to be triggering for that parent anymore mm -hmm. so that so th that child can close that loop in childhood so when they get older they don't have to work and try to find all these loops they didn't close and that's where we're at right now because a lot of the generations previous to us didn't understand that emotions are everything or they couldn't even feel the emotions. You know, we had, we were in wars and, you know, building this and doing that. And even as far as like when we had to run away from tigers, you know, like we've yeah. stayed in fight or flight mode for, for generations and generations. And this is the point where we can now switch to happy, to finding our happiness and being able to allow people to have emotions and ourselves to have emotions. So it, it won't be like this forever. You know, right. we're, we're going through this right now. We're, we're going through this deep clean out so that our children's and their children's, you know, they will know how, how to be emotionally intelligent and know how to allow those loops to close and it won't be triggering you know, yes. so. Yeah, and we, we could do a whole other episode on this. Yeah. The reason that the work that we are doing is so hard is because we are doing it for past generations and for future generations. And we past hold, lives, yes. Yeah, yes. we hold that epigenetic trauma in our DNA. You know, we, mm -hmm. we hold so many of those ancestral pieces within us. Yep. So we are not just doing the work to heal our current lives, yep. but we are doing the work to heal so much in the past. And because we are doing this work, as you said, it is going to create a different um, experience yes. for the future generations. Uh, but that's a, that could be an entirely other episode because that's, yeah, that's, that's just exciting. That's a pretty deep yes. subject there, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, I think today we have covered quite a bit yes. in, um, in, in our time today. I, I will say this to our listeners and viewers, if you have not watched the initial uh, meet and greet, the episode one that we did, go ahead and, and watch that. That's going to give you a little bit more insight into us personally and our experiences and why it is that we do what we do. Um, but if you uh, resonate with us, if you would like to connect with us, you can uh, send us an email. There is an email that you can contact us with in the show notes. Or if you are interested in uh, working with either of us in individually, our contact information is there as well. And we are happy to chat. Uh, we both have uh, free discovery calls that we offer for people to uh, just chat with us for a few minutes to see if we are aligned. And you know, shoot us a message. Uh, we would we would love to do a little more um, communication and and meet you guys and learn to get to know our listeners. So, yes. And if there is anything that um, you would you want us to talk about or any topics uh, or discussions that you would like to hear our takes on, you can also send us an email. Yeah, absolutely. Yep we have we have lots to talk about on. Uh, variety of subjects yes. so we're, yes. we're happy to explore different avenues 
Yes. Okay. Well, thank, thank you, you so much for being here today and for listening and watching. And we will be back with you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to and supporting the Adding the Alchemy podcast. We would love to hear from you and get a little feedback. So feel free to send us an email at addingthealchemypodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you would like to connect personally with Angie or Angela, you will find our link trees in the show notes so that you can find our social media and our websites. As always, it is our honor to exchange energy with you.